Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Nice enough to join us tonight. Philly's columnist for the Philly Voice, Working the Beat podcast, Kevin Cooney. Kev! John! Well, Kev, (laughs) I I wish I could, like I'm trying to spin anything into a positive with the Phillies, but I can't. Let's start with this. Let's start with the, um, I'll start with the New York uh, Daily News article that um, had a inside source that said the organ, that John Middleton had said, the organization had lost $2 billion in the last calendar year, which has, they had since changed that $2 billion to just money lost. Um, just, I mean, when you read a story like that, it's coming from a, a reputable outlet, but what is your response when you see them adjust some of the wording in that? Well, you know, $2 billion sounds like a game you would hear on telephone. Like, you know, <laughs> it, may have, it may have started out at $100 million and then, you know, $200 million, then, you know, $500 million, and it ended up, by the time it got to Bill Madden at, at two billion, I doubt that number was was ever close to that high because the organization's worth about two billion. Mm-hmm. You know, they would be having a liquidation sale. I, you know, look, you know, and, and it was reported that it's at about 150, 145, 150 million. That would be consistent with what you would imagine with how much payroll they have, how much they lost in in, in ticket revenue, how much you know in a way that they they had to expend, you know, there was still a lot of expenses this year. There was a lot more expenses. If you think about COVID testing, uh, transportation uh, within cities, all that, that, mm-hmm. that goes in, in addition to salary and, you know, payroll that doesn't impact baseball. So to me, it's conceivable. They lost 145 million. And, and you know, I'm not one of those who believes, well, you know, John Middleton's worth $2 billion. He should suck it up. No, I mean, there, there's, a legitimate business practice here. Now, if you want to say that they should be, you know, taking it out on the ticket agent, making, you know, 45 grand. No, I don't think that should be happening either, but I do understand the financial resources and the constraints they may be operating on given who knows where this is going to go into the next year at the next two years. Yeah. If you think about it, John, because it's not just this year, you know, and, and I hate filibustering on this question, but it's not just this year. You know, you don't know if you're going to have people back in the ballpark this year because of COVID, okay? And then you're looking very seriously at the possibility of a work stoppage in 2022. Mm-hmm. So there are some serious, serious questions that this this sport has to operate under, and, and I think the Phillies are, are are part of that. Well, I mean, the uh, the optics of going just, you know, you hinted at it just a moment ago, going beyond that New York uh, Daily News article – but the fact that 80 uh, employees were laid off or let go entirely, 
uh, whether they are in the baseball operations or in the business side of things. And Marcus Hayes did a great story on this. If you hypothetically say each one of them makes 100000 which they don't, you know, you're extremely highballing it at $8 million total. I mean, Kev, isn't that serious penny-pinching for an organization with a payroll such as theirs? You know, I can understand that, and I'm not saying it's wrong, but maybe I have a little more sympathy. Um, because let's also be honest, John. You know, John Middleton's the revenue for this team comes from the club, mm-hmm. in a sense. This isn't Steve Cohen who has $14 billion, you know, and plenty of cash on hand to ride out stuff like this. You know, the, you know, John Middleton's other business is hotels at this point with McIntosh in. You know, he sold the cigar business, so, you know, how much of what he has is cash on hand? I mean, those are questions that I think, you know, well, not to get too – Wall Street Journal in this. You don't know how much cash well, on the How account. much does the, the cable uh, contract play into this? Well, remember, they're also part – they have an ownership stake in NBC Sports Philadelphia. It's a minor one. It's not like, you know, 100%, but it's it, it's a minor one compared to other air, you know other areas of the club mm-hmm. or other, uh, other teams. But that being said, you know, and we both work in the media industry. This is not a good time to be in the media industry either. Yeah. I mean, so if you add all this together, I can understand where they would want to trim some fat. Now, again, I would personally believe that that's more justifiable for trimming in the uh, in the payroll itself of the club, the major expenses of the club, uh, than it would be in trimming in payroll for ticket office or promotions or public relations or whatever. Because those people, you know, are, are hurt way more than, mm-hmm. you know, not re-signing JT Real Muto. Right. Um, so if we want to take it from a business standpoint, I think this is where not having a mega business that leans back on it really does hurt the club compared to what you see with Cohen or the Steinbrenners well, I mean, or every, whatever it's, else you want to go with. Well, it seems like every other team in the division is spending money and bringing in players where – you know, the Phillies are trying to, uh, you know, uh, get rid of as much money as they can or save as much money as they can. Well, they, I mean, this uh, what's scary is, isn't this going to continue into the next season and a half, The same well, where they might end up just selling contracts? Let, let, let's clarify. The mm-hmm. Mets and the Braves are spending money. Yeah. Okay? The Marlins are not spending extra money. Okay? You're looking at um, – I, I would not say the Nationals are really spending money either. So, you know, you want to say the two teams are, yes, one's owned by an owner now who wants to make an impact and who's worth $14 billion, and the other's with a major media company, Liberty Media, that's the Braves, who has probably a deeper bankroll and uh, sees their window as being right now. Mm-hmm. Look, the Phillies, are, the Phillies are messed up because of the fact that they're, they're kind of in a rock and a hard place because of the fact that, they built up the stupid money. This is where John Middleton was wrong. They built up this expectation that they were the Yankees of the new millennium. Well, the problem is, you know, when stuff like this happens, you know, now you have to back down from it, and it's awfully tough to back down from it when when you tease the fans into the idea that you're going to be spending, you know, like like the upper class. Right. And, well, it, the, the, and this is what. And when you have no farm system to to back it up either. Right. 
And what makes what's making matters even worse, Kev? Because it's like, like how am I? I can't look forward to Phillies baseball the next season or two. Now it's going to be dreadfully awful. They're not going to spend. They're not spending any money. So you you know Bryce Harper at some point is going to say, "Get me out of here." Joe Girardi is going to say, "Why did I sign here?" Aaron Nola is going to say, "Right, Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, get me out of here. I can win somewhere else. I'm not going to win here." And all of a sudden, we're looking at a, a, a team even worse than the late '90s Phillies. You see, I. I'm actually going to, and I can't believe I'm doing this, I'm going to play the optimist role, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm going to play that the money that they have, let's say their payroll, I think I'm going to the top of my head. I don't have the numbers here in front of me. But we're talking about $75 million is coming off their payroll, okay. okay? Yeah. So it leaves some room, wiggle room. Now, if you have a good person in charge, if you end up with a GM who maybe has more of a keen eye, for looking at a Mike Zanino as your catcher and, and, and finding a way to make him, you know, as a defensive catcher work. And maybe you go spend a little money on a couple of outfielders and everything. You can still make this work. You can. Like, I don't think you have to overpay for every bullpen piece out there because you need a bullpen piece. I think you have to look and get make wise decisions. This is where you have to really make sure that you're making the right decisions among mm-hmm your front office types. The question is, they have that pedigree, and right now they haven't shown that. Well, final baseball question I have before we move over to Eagles. You know, when you – isn't this the time – I mean, this ownership group, I understand they've lost a lot of money this calendar year as a result of COVID, but they've also made money hand over fist for the last 20 – the last, yeah, 20 years. So they're actually – you know, this is the first time they're taking a loss or not making a boatload of money – but isn't this this time right here and now where everybody is depressed, everybody is doubting the future, where you reach in your pocket and spend a little more to say, hey, listen, don't go anywhere. We're going to be back. We're going to spend that money. We want to still win a championship. But instead, they are openly saying we are going to punt the next two to three seasons. And this is where I think that their messaging has been wrong. You know, to be honest, having Andy McPhail as one of the messengers is a disaster. And they have to make that move to get rid of McPhail here soon. Uh, you know, if it's bringing in somebody like a Josh Burns or, 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 you know, whoever you want to talk about bringing in, I, I think just the optics of getting rid of McPhail mm-hmm. is a big deal. You know, they have to be able – I think people in this town – and maybe I'm at the lunch here. I don't know. But maybe – I think people in this town would understand if you spelled out what is going on here. You know, look – we tried two hundred and eight million. It didn't work. So we're going to try to take. A, we're not going to go down to fifty-two million dollars in payroll, but maybe we're going to try to gear it back to maybe one hundred fifty, one hundred sixty, and find ways that we can make it and build it better. And I think that's where they have to be able to get out ahead of it. The problem is they haven't been able to do that because the lead messenger on this one is a guy who's been so despised because he hasn't said one right thing since he walked in the town. Yeah, and they haven't and where other organizations are changing their front office, the Phillies haven't done squat. So the message gets even worse. Kev, I want I want to move over to football. Um the story that comes out this morning, uh, you know, courtesy I believe it was NFL Network who had it first and then everybody else uh was able to confirm it that Jalen Hurts come tomorrow night will be used more as a quarterback and without Carson Wentz on the field with him. Kev, is that a good idea or a bad idea? Part of what I have when I read that this morning is why are you tipping your game plan? 
Like, seriously, are you trying to make – are you thinking that the Seahawks are going to now be, uh, like, spending their, their day here in Philadelphia looking and, and like, oh, we're going to plan for 15 more snaps of, of Jalen Hurts? <laughs> it's just – like, it's silly. It's silly the way they've handled this whole thing. And, and I just – look, I, I almost think that Jalen Hurts can get exposed here real quick. Mm. I think everybody – and I'm not defending Carson Wentz. And if Carson Wentz has obviously been brutal this year. But everybody who believes that Jalen Hurts is somehow the answer, a guy with a noodle arm, it, it, you're going to have something else coming. To you. Because right now, I don't see where he gives them that better a look or a better chance or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if this is to just look at him for next year, in the uh, you know in the idea that you're going to be looking to maybe train Wentz in the offseason, one the cap number makes it prohibitive to do that, and two, I personally think you're going to be awfully disappointed because I just don't think that that this is a serious serious thing, and especially when your head coach has come out and he said this on Angelo last Monday. I don't want to send the wrong impression. Yeah. But what exactly are you doing right now? <laughs> Seriously. Like, if they're trying is, to get cute. Kev, Kev, they're trying to get cute, and they're a disaster of a team trying to get cute. It makes matters only worse. And, and look, I think the better report, if you're an Eagle fan, is what you heard from Jeff McClain. Yes, and that's what I was going to get into. The Jeff McClain report that came out, as you said yesterday, that Jeffrey Lurie is furious at what he's seeing. He did not travel with the team to uh, watch the game in Cleveland, which is not like him at all, and that he has been so disgusted at watching practice that he has walked out. I mean, Kev, you have covered many franchises, many coaches. Uh, you have known many owners in uh, various sports. I, what is your read on this situation, that barring something unforeseen, heads are going to roll? And the fact that Jeff, uh, that Jeff Lurie is not the type who ration, uh, is rash in his judgment. You know, he, he got – you know, he let Ray Rhodes have an extra year. He gave Andy a lot more time. The only reason he really got rid of, uh, of Chip Kelly the way he did was because, to be honest, Chip Kelly was a jerk mm-hmm. and poisoned his atmosphere in, in his club um, in his mind. Uh, and he had heard so many complaints. I, I, look, this, as much as we, you know, yell and scream about the quarterback and we yell and scream about the head coach and the offensive staff and the defensive coordinator this is the flaw this is the flaw of one person this whole mess is how he roseman's doing mm. and that's the question we're going to have to find out from jeff Lurie. is he ready to break the cord yeah. and, and and cut the cord now you know people will say well three years ago they won a super bowl and how he did a great job that year well what's he, what did he really do before that and what has he done since that and i think that's where you you have to wonder if Lurie is looking and if Lurie has open eyes and all of that involving what what Howie has done here. And the other question is, and I actually heard Rob Ellis bring this up yesterday when I was in the car, and it's a great point. Are you going to give Howie a, a shot to hire a third head coach? Yeah, right. I don't think so. Right. I mean, so this is where if you start piecing this stuff together, now I think what you're going to hear in the next couple of weeks and – John, you and I know enough of the landscape on how this works. I think what you're going to hear is you're going to hear more national reports coming out. Mm-hmm. They'll be the ones who, you know, especially let's say the Eagles lose this week and then they go and get blown out in Green Bay, which I think we're all expecting. Right. 
it's you're going to see, well, Howie did a really good job, and Howie will be valuable to some other team, blah, 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 blah. And so you're going to see the plants here, as you normally do, from people who will try to talk up Howie Roseman and how big a loss it would be to the Eagles if he's gone. Yeah. The question is, Jeff Lurie can't really let his eyes deceive him. And if he's really this irate with what he's seen, he's got to make the changes to general manager spot and then let everything else kind of waterfall from there. Final question I have for you, Kev. Uh, let's uh, move forward to tomorrow night, Eagles-Seahawks. Um, in your opinion, I mean, we're just guessing here, but an educated guess, does Carson Wentz at any point in this game get benched? Uh, I think at some point he gets benched Ooh. because I think the game's got to get out of hand. Ooh, there we go. So the, it, assuming, uh, you know, maybe he's looking like his usual self, well, usual well, self I, as for 2020. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kev. No, I, I think it could be like 31-7 and they put Kurtz in. Oh, like a fourth yeah. quarter. This game's out of reach. Let's see what Jalen has. Yeah, I'll be honest, John. Like, I'm not one to gamble. Mm-hmm. But at six and a half or seven and a half, I guess it's up to now for the Seahawks. Yeah, is easy money right now. I good Kev, I couldn't agree more. The great Kevin Cooney for links to all his stories. The latest uh, episode of Working the Beat podcast with Mike Kern. You should be following Kev on Twitter already. If you don't, at Kevin Cooney. Kev, my friend, as always, thank you. Thanks, John. All right, the great Kevin Cooney. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.